welcome to a new episode of Radio IB. This is your host Puria, and we are here with uh, with all the boys here for yeah. episode. Hello. Mm-hmm. Hello. Yes, and we're recording episode ten. We are. Yeah. We're coming for. 10 or 11 it's 10.5 10.5 that is true yes we recorded something and it turned out to be very uh, it, it wasn't it wasn't uh, it's it wasn't hilarious <laughs> yes but but it's behind sealed doors <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't even here for that i yeah. just heard stories yeah. <laughs> it's just us three and then and nicole wasn't it and nicole yeah but she i mean like the, i mean she the people played here. a significant role she in played the role. Did. <laughs> i guess i, I, I guess i too am a bit glad we're not yeah. Anyways, let's move on. Let uh, actually let's start with you, Ben. Uh, what assignments and tests do you have? A lot. Uh, so let's start off with uh, economics. There is a market failure report that SL that economics SL has to do, and uh, we just have to choose a community. It can be international or, or local, and see how or try to analyze it to see what the market failures are, so externalities and stuff are, and yada, yada, yada. Um, th- th- this is due on the 25th, and uh, there's also the end of unit test for market failure on the 2nd of February. Then, uh, for m- people in math AAHL, I know in our group, uh, we have, uh, it's due on the 28th, and it's investigating infinity. Um, and then, uh, what else do we have? English, but I mean, but English, I, but it, that's going to be done by yeah, the point. By, by, this by is the out. time, yeah, but, but still, by the time this better is work out. on it. If you're listening to this, better yeah. work. I mean, chemi- you're probably late. Yeah. I mean, chemistry. By the time we release this, chemistry will already have been done because that's on the twenty fourth. Oh man! Uh, but wait, I haven't even started studying yeah. for that. Yeah. Do you have a chemistry test? Yeah, next week. Ouch. Yeah. Wait. Uh, what day is next? Oh, oh yeah, Tuesday it, next week. I think I have a test next week too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then for math, I don't think she said when we have uh, Week six, I think. Week six. Yes. I don't know what oh, that is. the function test. Yes. So yeah. before, before Easter break. Before Easter break. Yes. Okay, but what, what month? Easter break. April. I, that, that feels like it's Post-law. too far. Right? Easter break is like way more Oh, yeah, uh, sports love. Yeah, exactly. uh, sports love. Was that like sports break or something? Yeah, sports love is still four weeks. Break. Four, four, yes. four weeks away. Yeah, sorry. It's actually called read break nowadays. What? Well, yeah. I've never heard that. Yeah, it well, was it was changed to maybe reading for IB break. students. But <laughs> no, but it was changed to reading break. But no one uses that word because no one reads during it. <laughs> but like before, they were trying to get people to do sports during it. Yeah, and now, so they, now they want people to start reading. But, yeah, but now they're like they're, they're not gonna do it. So <laughs> yeah, literally, so <laughs> yeah, they, they just kind of dropped it. Up. Yeah, yeah, for, like, like, no, no, no. It's it's called sports break for everybody who isn't an IB. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then the rest is just like you guys aren't gonna get out True. of the house. Stay it. <laughs> yeah, you better just sit there and read. <laughs> just just you put your head into your notes in your textbook and just don't. Don't don't come out until the, the next week. <laughs> You'll be better off. Uh, so I think that's the, all the tests that we have so far. Okay. We have a bio test coming up fairly soon as well. We do? Yeah. One. I, I feel like we have time. Yeah, we do have time. Yeah. But like still, it's coming yeah. up fairly soon. In the future. And also, yeah, it's, it's, in the I mean, near future. It's like one or two weeks. And also... One or two weeks. I don't know, might as well mention mm. it now. We have a bio test. Yeah. <laughs> and also next week on Thursday, so 27th, is going to be uh, development talks for, for the yeah, whole IB. Right, exactly. Right, right, uh, right, right. I actually had like heard nothing about this until today. Can you explain how yeah, that works? Apparently, all classes after one o'clock are canceled, mm. uh, but you still have your lessons according to the schedule before mm. before that time. 
before one o'clock. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and then you have to you have, you have to, to book go book with each ton- teacher. Yes, exactly. Uh, I don't know uh, how that works with our econ though. Are we gonna have development? I don't, talks I don't with- think we'll have development. Yes. Talks for so econ. N- nothing for econ, but but you have to go directly talk to your uh, teacher. Some of them pims, but most yeah, of them want yeah. you to be with them when you book. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and book appointments. Our parents expected to be with. Uh, they don't have to be. It's your choice. They, they, yeah, they I think it's entirely they, your they, choice. They yes. can come with or not, but the main focus is for you to know what you need to develop in. Because yes. the actual talk is just for each teacher is ten minutes long. Yes. So it's very short. Yeah. Yeah. So it has not be, be spread out during the afternoons. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Okay. All right. Yeah. So that's that's the test that we have. Nice. Sounds good. Good information for today. Yes. Uh, moving on to this week's study tips. Now that, that now that. Uh, We've heard that we have so many tests and assignments. We probably need some study. school tips, right? Study tips. So let's yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I hope I can offer things that are like new and you haven't heard of many times before. But you know, sometimes the old t- tips are the best, and you just need to actually do them. Just yeah. remember, just put them through your head. So yeah, the uh, system. teacher, just just remember. Just remember. <laughs> that is that simple. It's that, that simple. Except I've been doing except it wrong my whole life. It isn't. Which I'm going to talk about. Oh. So, cliffhanger. Cliffhanger, mm. guys. <laughs> yeah. So, it's a segue. <laughs> okay, yeah. Jonathan. Yeah, I'm going to talk about exam writing. Uh, and personally, I think that at least half of being able to do, get good grades on exams come from possessing the necessary test writing skills. Most of the times when I feel dissatisfied with a test result or when someone else tells me they're unhappy with a test result, it's not because we didn't have enough knowledge. It's most often because we just made mistakes when writing the test. And mm. that's something you can improve upon. Like everybody knows that to do one on a test, you want to learn things, but it's not said as much that it's actually really important to just be good at writing tests themselves. Mm. So uh, here's some random tips that I can think of, and I'm hoping that my co-hosts can uh, provide some of their own. Sure, So I'll do my best. Firstly, it is immensely important that you read all the questions carefully. This is something that I, fail on all the time. Mm-hmm. I find that I often just sort of Google autofill the questions. You know, you kind of read the yeah. first part of yeah. it and then you just And then you fill just in the rest. assume what's supposed oh, to be God. there. Yeah. And uh, you start writing and then it's, it's not too but, late. But, but sometimes the problem is that you read it so many times, but you, it still just doesn't get into your head. I've yeah. had that happen so much. And I look at the question, I'm like, I'll be like halfway through writing something. And it'll be too late to turn back. And I'll read the question. I'll be like, ah, no. I did, there was this one, like, you know, one point question on the bio tests, mm-hmm. which I, you know, these multiple choice questions. Mm-hmm. And I just kept re- reading it. Like, I think I read it 10 times and I did not understand it. I didn't understand what they wanted from me. And I know I was just supposed to pick one of the alternatives, but the like, I just kept looking at the alternatives and I didn't see the relation between the picture and the alternatives. Oh. And obviously that's a, that's a trick about like uh, IB, IB tests in general. Yeah. They manipulate uh, the language somehow so that it confuses you. Exactly, because they want you to do that. On a lot of, when it comes to knowledge tests, teachers know that it's quite easy to just, to just have all the knowledge. So therefore, sometimes the difficulty lies firstly in stress tests, which is something I'm actually going to talk about in a later episode, but also just in making the questions difficult by themselves. Mm-hmm. So what I would say, always just, you know, stop. Take a deep breath and just read carefully. Ask yourself, what does this question actually want from me? Don't assume it, like, but actually really just read through it and think, what do they want before you start trying to solve it? Mm-hmm. 
that, that's also something good for writing because I know often yeah. I'll be like, I'll read a question. I'll be like, all right, state the conflict in so-and-so text and evaluate how this is developed. And your and mind then, is already thinking about it halfway through and then yeah. you're, you're writing then, it down. Yeah, 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 but then I'll be like, all right, I'm going to go through a lot of context before and then oh, I'm yeah. going to start developing it. And it's like, oh, okay, I've just wasted time. Because yeah, because now, and especially now, for yeah. English, essays, they don't want that at all. Well, yeah, exactly, because I'll be like, all right, and this is how figurative language is developed and shit, it's conflict. It's <laughs> like, it, like you, and I've done that yeah. so many times. Have you done that on so, uh, No, well, sometimes, but it's no. super frustrating because it's like, I know what it wants and I know what I have to write, but then my mind's like, no, you must do this instead and you will do it and then we'll get to it. <laughs> Like, no, please. <laughs> that just sounds like OCD. <laughs> well, it's, but it's, it's sad because I can't do anything about Like, I've tried several times, but it's just, I guess no. I just need to need force to myself to somehow, like, I need to you think just hard. just stop yeah. and plan, think before writing. Yeah, because yeah. that, 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 yeah, yeah. that's what paper one is. That, that's what's hard with paper one because you're under stress for English, mm-hmm. uh, for literature. It's like you're under stress of thinking and, yeah, or... Were you doing? No, just finish Okay, yeah. So basically, just uh, it's you really need to try to unpack all the information you can from the text you're given, and then think as clearly as you can uh, for the planning, so that you know that you're not repeating stuff in the in the essay, which is I find really hard to do. Yeah, I think I'm going to talk more about essay tests later. This is more thinking about sort of knowledge and problem solving. Mm-hmm. So. This is common knowledge, but if you're struggling with a question, you should always just kind of skip it. Uh, One thing which I know is that in Swedish exams, you almost always have the hardest questions at the end. So Mm. either something where IB doesn't do that. So sometimes I get really stressed when you find that question, you know, question number two that you just can't solve. And you're like, is the entire test like this? Yeah. So often, you know, it isn't a reason to freak out. Often IB puts the most difficult questions all over the place so just skip it move on and often coming back to it with fresh eyes later often helps like i find that just doing something else and coming back to it makes a big yeah. difference so, yeah that usually. that usually helps with math a lot because it's mm-hmm. just like you, like you don't see it and then you're like all right i'm gonna take a break i've been thinking a lot over this question because then like once you come back it might just hit you out of nowhere and you'll be like oh so this is how i'm into it yeah and then, yeah, yeah. Uh, another mistake I've seen people doing is presuming that the answer to a question always has to come from your own knowledge. Sometimes a question is asking you to interpret or use information given. Mm. You know, it's like, um, okay, I'm just thinking back to chemistry tests, but it's... And history too. Yeah. In, you know, sometimes it's obvious that it's supposed to come from the paper, but other times you think that it's something that you need to know what's actually, it's kind of implicit in the information already given. Mm. So if you can't think of something, what do you just think? Is this something which maybe I'm supposed to interpret or see it from the information already given? So, wait, you stop I, over, yeah. overcomplicating things about what you need to know. Can I give an example from chemistry? Yeah. The test? yeah. <laughs> so there's, oh my God, it's so stupid. But basically there's a graph with densities oh, for yeah. different groups yeah. and lanthanoids and the, the other one. Actinoids. Yeah, actinoids. I know chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> basically, it showed on the graph that they were the densest and they're like, all right, state some reasons why. And I was just like... More it is mass. not said that they are the densest in, in the answer to the question because my mind, like, I saw it like a weird graph. I was like, I'm not going to interpret any of this information. I'm just going to ignore it and write down an answer. So you, you thought that the, yeah, the question laid it down was a separate question, which really was connected to the graph farther up. Yeah, and or, it's, some, or, it's so, when you, after doing the test, it seems so stupid, but when you're in the test, you're stressed. You don't really, you just want to. I mean, so it that's kind of makes have to, sense that you don't know yeah, this. They're built to be like yeah, that. Yeah, so just stop. Yeah. Focus. I think one of the big things is to always just remember that the tests are built to be complicated. So if you think something's complicated, just like try to 
back up and just look at it from a different perspective, I guess. Yeah. Turn the paper upside down. Is there more code on the back? <laughs> there might be more skinos. Yeah, yeah. So finally, from my part, I find that there's a whole list of things that uh, examiners really want to see on your paper. For example, I have learned that math teachers love graphs, equations, and especially graphs with equations. <laughs> so just always use graphs and equations. Like they, they, it's just what they want. And for example, history teachers want essays to be structured, but often in a very particular way. And whilst that can be irritating, because why can't I do it in another way that is still structured? They want it that way. Mm. And learning those things, learning those things that teachers always want or that the IB really wants to see, it's just an easy way to make it easier, mm. you know? I agree, of course. Yeah, but sometimes Definitely. it can be hard to, like, apply it, right? Because I feel like sometimes when I look at, like, a matrix for how something, like, how you'd grade a piece of work, mm. it's like, all right, this is this is what would give you an A. I'm like, all right, I'm going to try to do that. I'll I'll write something without looking at it after a while. I'll be like, this is, the, this is enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like, I, I it's clearly hard. didn't follow the things here. It's hard to base something off the grading criteria. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm more meaning, it can be very specific to mm -hmm. teachers or just something which a teacher says, yeah, and you... And obviously that takes time. Mm. For uh, psychology to, especially, I think that's yeah. really hard because for uh, we have to write really long texts mm. okay. and that just go on forever. So structure, you they in like for example in paper one there's a very clear structure which we, we can follow throughout the entire thing. In the psychology essays, there really isn't because mm. they're so long and they're so full of the sort of critical thinking and the sort of, well, it's just supports to be like uh, flowing with mm. uh, thinking throughout the entire mm. process. Mm. Uh, so it doesn't really have the same sort of structure. So something, maybe it isn't always that you find something that the teacher wants you to do, but I find what I have is that with certain types of problems, I just form a way that I like to solve it and mm. I do it. It just becomes a repeat formula type of thing. Yeah. You know, I, I have this type of problem. It can even be that I just, I do the same type of notation, but I have my way of doing it, which mm. I feel comfortable with. Yeah. I, just got a, I just got a flashback to um, one of the previous episodes where we're talking about uh, different uh, memorizing techniques, if mm -hmm. I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. um, and I mentioned uh, that I usually uh, uh, find patterns. Uh, and I think uh, that, that's exactly the point that you're uh, trying to make to, 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 to find patterns. Yeah, the, the more you have that is set, yeah. the less you have to think of at the time. Yeah, I, know, I know that you have that for um, math, because uh, just the class that we just had now, you, you literally had a step-by-step -step thing to look through a graph for inverse or whatever. Yeah, I just, then, you know, it's like you see this complicated thing, how do you make it into something that's easy, memorizable, and works every time? Mm. Something like that. And obviously, needless to say, Sometimes you can't do that. Sometimes yeah. a, a question that is hard, a question that you, you that you've never seen in your life, mm. you have it right in front of you. You're supposed to do it, and it just doesn't work. And mm. all I'm saying is that it's it's all right. Uh, that it's not the end of the world. Uh, I get so disappointed myself. I mean, it's easier said than done. But at the same time, it's it's okay and it's part of the process. Like right now, facing, we're not getting your proper grades anyway. So. Yeah, facing questions that seem impossible to, to answer, but afterwards, when when you get help and when you get guidance from your teacher or your friends on how to do it, uh, it just seems easy and you blame yourself. Uh, all I'm saying, don't put the blame on yourself. It's just part of the process. It's like something. Uh, um, 
Math AHLT just said Surita. She's epic. Um, <laughs> she is epic. She's, she's pretty epic. Epic. She is pretty good. Shout out to Surita. You're saying this Love because you're, she's watching the video. <laughs> yeah, we got her to yes, listen to the video. Because she's a great teacher. <laughs> yeah. She watches, yeah. Every, she watches every episode. Pretty sure we shouted out, shout her out in the non-episode as well. Well, yeah, but also, she's also she's just awesome. like she deserves every shout yeah. out. I don't know if she's like because she usually like walks her dog when she like. Listen to, to us. So yeah. I don't think she's gonna watch it. Maybe it's more just like walk and then yeah, listen yeah. to it. Well, as I was saying, she said that there's a lot of things about just how the IB likes to do tests, and we learn that through her tests. So it might yes. be that you actually struggle quite hard with just the way she's making the tests, but mm. that's designed to help you learn how to do in the future. Le- learn what the IB wants. Absolutely. So yes. it takes time. All right. Anything more that you guys want to add? Not really. I feel like we can move on from. Yeah, it's not a good discussion. Concise and yeah, helpful. Concise. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. Concise. <laughs> That's not a word, by the way. Uh, wonderful. And then let's move on to uh, this episode's last section, which will be question with the Uncle William. No, <laughs> Uncle <laughs> William. No <laughs> becoming an uncle. Uh, I'm beco- tomorrow. I'm becoming an adult, yes. and soon, in a few a month, I'm becoming an uncle. That's like tomorrow. Congrats, I'm becoming an uncle. I was like, how the fuck do you? Know? <laughs> no, I mean, no, I just can. have foresight. <laughs> just, I mean, you are a philosopher. Okay, William. <laughs> they, we don't have that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so I was thinking that we would talk about a bit of a, you know, uh, young anarchist question, you know, (laughs) what's the difference between indoctrination and education? Say that again, but without that voice. Uh, Yeah, without without being over What is the difference between indoctrination and education? Indoctrination and education? (laughs) No way. Anyways, because, you know, here in school, we're being educated, right? But are we really being educated? Aren't we being indoctrinated? I sound so dumb. Dude. <laughs> you, you look yeah, like someone exactly. is, is looking for followers for, for your cult or something. Yeah, literally. Yeah, he's, I'm, he's I'm trying looking, hard. He's look, I'm really trying to get people into my, you know, anti-school group. And it's not working. At that point, you're just like, I got to get to the students. They be, must relate to this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it would be ironic if it's a cast project. <laughs> I'm recruiting people for my anti, so anti-school cool. group. If you want to join, just call me at... Sorry, guys, I can't come to the meeting. I, I got class. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we should uh, actually go on with the question. Yeah. Because I, I heard you guys were already thinking a bit yeah. about it before. I know, yeah, I know and so I'm interested to see what you're actually thinking. Yeah, I would uh, say that the definition that I have in mind uh, uh, when I hear the word education is, is that you're seeking facts. Uh, it's just learning or t- teaching the learner to to seek for facts to be able to um, distinguish from um, false and true beliefs or uh, thoughts. Mm. All right. Uh, while um, the the difference I think is that um, um, without being able to back up uh, these newfound uh, facts. Indoctrination is actually uh, aiming at uh, influencing people to believe uh, in a fact, if that makes sense. So it's more opinion based. So uh, which point do I know whether what I'm if I'm listening to someone, I'm here, I'm listening to a speaker. Mm. uh, And so at which point do I know whether this speaker, he's indoctrinating me with, you know, things, you know, just uh, gobbledygook. I think a lot of that uh, is like when it's. 
uh, I'm going to relate it to a book we read for English, mm-hmm. uh, Captain Curly's Mandolin. Yes, I, good book. It was on a communist was, uh, he had a group of people around him. He was standing up and he was holding a book. It was basically a manifesto. And uh, It was, was Lenin's a, manifesto. Yeah, yeah, it was a bonfire. Everybody else is sitting down besides him. He's standing up, or at least that, that, that's how I visioned it. And he's like mm-hmm. standing there and he's, he's, he's telling them what to think, but he's using extravagant words to make himself seem important. Rhetoric. Yeah, and basically... I feel like indoctrination, you can distinguish between education and indoctrination when it's like education is more like this is what the facts say. And not only I, but others also say this when indoctrination is like, listen to me and only me if you don't. Yeah. Without questioning yeah, those kill, beliefs. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Because like education sure. is like with objection because analysis, yeah. analysis, <laughs> analysis uh, like education again, English, uh, Ms. White is teaching us to analyze, not not just for the sake of our grades, but also just so we can analyze our surroundings and like mm-hmm. the text that we read and stuff and how education can teach us to analyze. Sure, indoctrination can do that too, to an extent, Probably. but also like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but also no. That That's the best thing I can say right now without coming up with an actual argument there. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I would say I, is that I think you have to uh, realize that indoctrination has a very negative connotation. And so therefore, it's very hard to draw the line because that gets controversial. They're emotionally charged It's emotionally words. charged. So really, you'd want to find a word that isn't indoctrination, I think, to describe it. Mm-hmm. But when I was thinking of the difference, I thought between fact and opinion. But the problem that there is that we learn a lot of things in school. Which are opinions. Which are opinions. But they're opinions that are mainstream and held by almost everyone and, you know, declared in the human rights. You know, I mean, we... we, we learn that racism is bad and that's a good thing that we learn that but that's not a fact that's still opinion but it's an opinion that everyone agrees about mm-hmm. and we agree sh- and we have agreed should be taught yeah but then it comes to the thing with um i know mcintyre talked about this in pre-ib one of the classes where it was like the how like you're kind of pushing your culture onto other people cultural relativism cultural relativism is like alright if it's this way in our culture then it's going to be that way in that culture mm. or, 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 or if I remember it correctly you relate it between yeah. your cultures yeah, exactly. you're yeah. still stuck in the perspective of your culture yeah. when and you're eating like, another yeah. one yeah. and how, centrism. And how yeah. like uh, oh yeah, specifically with like the human rights declaration how it was like a very western thing oh, yeah. and, mm. and then like other countries were kind of objecting to it yeah. and then yeah. a lot of countries yeah. who don't agree with those values yeah. a, a lot of countries don't want these. Yeah. a lot of countries would look at our education system and point to some say parts of it saying that's indoctrination mm. definitely mm. So, so I mean like I think one thing that might be important is to actually try to remove the negative connotation of, it, of indoctrination by talking about this because it's like a pli- we, we can think that a political rally can be really good if it's talking about human rights. Something we but, want, right? But we'd still call that indoctrination. Yeah. Because it is. Because it is. But that's okay, I guess. Hmm. Isn't, isn't what your parents teach you a kind of indoctrination? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This, yeah. This is bad. Usually yeah. referred yeah. to as socialization. You're mm. being socialized mm. to be a certain way usually, and that's definitely yeah, indoctrination. Yeah. And that relates to culture as well. Mm. Definitely. So, I mean, the way I would probably put it is something like, Education is when you are taught facts and opinions that are held mainstream or that have mm-hmm. been agreed to pretty much be facts. Mm-hmm. Indoctrination, and then we have to remove the negative connotations when you're sure. taught opinion. 
Mm. So, well, if you if you go into another country, perhaps that's not our country, uh, let's uh, make our own uh, idea country. Uh, it doesn't exist, I hope. Uh, and it's a dictatorship where, uh, for example, well, they they construe facts. Maybe like in 1984, for example. Okay. Uh, and would you call that indoctrination from their point of view then or that's right that is a good counter to what i said mm. i don't know how i would answer that because they're still educating facts according to them yeah it's not universal fact though right because it's only only from their opinion it is fact yeah I, but the, I, well i'm, I'm just well they might be, they might know. be teaching that this is transcendental universal fact mm. but like <laughs> Will someone else not agree? Most I mean, likely. He, he, here's yeah. the thing: in at least if you have a materialistic worldview, then there is no possible right and wrong for opinions. In mm -hmm. some ways, it, it's either a fact or it's an opinion. And if it, then that means that, in some ways, you you can't argue as to whether or not an, teaching an opinion is good or wrong, mm. or it's just what we think or what we don't mm. think. But have you guys thought about the relationship between facts and opinions? But, uh, uh, facts are literally opinions facts don't care about your opinions no. that's what no, my opinions don't care about my feelings don't care about your facts <laughs> <laughs> okay anyways we, okay. we twisted that I right. tried to unsee that uh, I see they're the crying uh, phrase okay <laughs> it's on camera it's okay yes um, no what I'm saying is that um, um, uh, facts are opinions that have been accepted by society or uh, by those in charge, or those of uh, authority. So, so, so it, it, it's so T -O -K. hard. T O K. T O K. So it's hard to draw to draw that line. To well, be I'm honest. wondering whether it's that uh, the distinction uh, between the two. Uh, or even necessary from the start. Maybe what we're beginning to look at, you know, deciding that there are truth, there are opinions, mm. uh, is perhaps just the wrong place to get off from. Mm. Uh, I am not going to come with any mm. other example right now because yeah. that's going to get too complicated. Mm. Uh, but uh, that is also a possibility and something I like people to always think about. That's uh, presupposed. Uh, get off points are usually not the only necess necessitated uh, places where you can start philosophizing yeah. and thinking and all of yeah. that stuff of course yeah that kind of flew over my head can you reinforce it with what how would you sure. think of the difference between indoctrination and education mm, well there doesn't have to be a difference uh yeah they're just words the question the question can be a mute point mm. yeah sure. i mean you can have opinions about where the difference lies <laughs> but there's no fact on where the difference lies um, unless you believe in you know truths beyond us mm. called transcendental truths and then there will be but mm. if we can find them it's a better question mm. is there any transcendental truths that we could know now maybe well i mean mm, well maybe physical truths a lot of people would argue that physical truths are transcendental, you know. Because the physical world is beyond mm. us, you know. Yeah, and it depends on whether or not you think that the mental world is emergent from the physical mm. or... Or the opposite way or around. Or the opposite way around. Yeah. It kind of depends on that. Mm. Uh, coming back to the discussion, what you said about negative connotation mm. that the world sure. has. Let's go on with um, it actually makes perfect sense, like, because um, the, the the learner that which is the product of the system, right? 
uh, the learner uh, that has been indoctrinated uh, will not be able to distinguish between true and false beliefs because it is they're so passive and so obedient. Uh, That's a specific way I mean then that's a specific way of looking at indoctrination all I'm because what I was saying is that I think in order to well that, that, that's a very narrow view of indoctrination where we place it as something negative because mm-hmm. I mean yeah the, the, because I feel like if, if you go in the definition that I was going for would have placed indoctrination as something wider mm-hmm. and then in that case you can't put it as negative but if, mm-hmm. if, if you're putting it's indoctrination as something term. as the sort of negative way that people see it then you could do it with something mm-hmm. Uh, smaller. Yeah, that's not if exactly you... what I meant. But yeah. oh, okay, okay. Sure. Go, go on and explain what you yeah, actually I mean, that, meant. That, I didn't mean it um, that, like that in, indoctrination is the antagonist here in the mm-hmm. story. That's not what I meant. Okay. It's that um, this is a possibility. This, is a, this can be a consequence of mm-hmm. indoctrination. Uh, that uh, without being able to question uh uh, beliefs. You look really tired. I am tired. <laughs> I, 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 I was tired since I was tired since before this, but my my brain is a bit mushy right now, so I'm trying to keep up. Okay. Um, don't worry about it. Sorry for interrupting. Worry, no, no, it's okay. Um, uh, all I'm saying is that without being able to uh, question a belief mm. or uh, question someone um, of authority. Uh, that is being that is expressing who's expressing it in their opinions or if have facts and whatever you, know, you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, all I'm saying that this can be a possibility that the the, the, the learner becomes so passive that they don't uh, question. that they don't question anything mm-hmm. and that will lead to negative consequences. So maybe so a distinction could be that indoctrination is knowledge which you're not allowed to question, mm-hmm. whilst education could be knowledge you are allowed to question. That, but that's are we allowed to question the knowledge we get in education? Usually, we are. We, we are. Technically, yeah. are. It's just that most teachers don't <laughs> have the like energy to bother with you <laughs> when your theory about you know movement not working like it does in classical physics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's kind of that's sometimes sorry to tell with Mosin though, right? Because like he, he sometimes he sometimes wants to like since since he's he gets so bored in the classes that like he's like all right let's prove this and then so he's just like. God damn it! <laughs> but I mean, like, I I kind of feel bad for Mosin in that, like, he's probably been through this so much, or this is so like beneath him, in mm. in in some senses, I, or at least from my impression from mm. him, I think I might a, just be putting him. Give too a bit high of up context. Like, Mosin is a guy in our class who used to be a right. math Olympiad in Iran, so yeah, the math here is. I got second place in the yeah, and I got second place in the math Olympiad here in yeah, Sweden so as well. So I mean, he's insanely yeah. good. Yeah. He's he's super smart. So this shout like, out to Mosin. Like, <laughs> shout what, out to Mosin's math skills. He said he didn't like our podcast. He doesn't like it. What did you say? What? What? Yeah, but Mosin said he didn't like. How dare he, dude? Mosin, shout down. Wait, he doesn't like this podcast. I don't know, it's something he said to me. Oh, oh, whatever, it doesn't matter. That's all right, it Mosin. That's all right, Mosin. Your we'll opinion you. doesn't matter, <laughs> Mosin. <Mostly. laughs> whatever. But, uh, yeah, it's... Where was I going with this point? I, I don't remember where this started from. Uh, questioning. That he uh, questions, yeah. like, education. Yeah. Right, sorry, Mosin. Yeah, uh, yeah, I basically just took that off on a tangent, didn't I? 
<laughs> with you math. didn't have a reason to go up there? <laughs> no, I, I, I kind of just said like, right. I just connected it to Sarita. I randomly gave uh, Moses some shout outs. That's yeah, I was just like, Moses is so smart. Oh my God, he must be so bored in our class. And then you guys were like, what? Moses doesn't like the podcast. No, I was like, sense. what? You, you become social outcast if you, if you uh, question the... The, the system the norms you know the, the, the oh, yeah. But, but, but yeah that's what's so you know hard what, I mean? what social what like social movements and stuff because it's like you, you have to change you have to fundamentally change what you think about something which you might have been taught yeah. and like lived with for so yeah. long mm-hmm. as a truth usually that can cause that time to wrap up definitely yeah. I think so too yeah. I feel like we came to some yeah. pretty alright conclusions yeah. good job guys Oh, thank, thank you, Uncle William, for your uh, beautiful uh, uh, question. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, it's time to say goodbye. Thank you so much uh, for being here, guys. Thank you, Parsa, for helping us with IT. Mm-hmm. And just nodding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and thank you for listening uh, and go. watching. That, that was new. Uh, thank you for watching. Uh, and uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Follow us on Instagram uh, to all see what's up. Stuff. Yeah, all the good stuff. And uh, want to be a guest? Just ask us yeah. on Instagram. Send us a message. Yeah. and have a have a nice day. Great, I'm asleep now. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> all right. Bye. Good job, guys. Bye.